Welcome to the Zelda Informer Podcast. My name is Adam. Thank you so much for joining us this week. That opening was brought to us by Brandon and Company, who usually provides our opening theme song. And this close week's closing theme is uh, the Hero of Time remix by Jish. Thank you so much to everyone who emailed your fan topics and theme song submissions and everything else of that nature. If you have any of your own ideas or any of your own topics or anything else you want to share with us, the team, please send us to ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. But first, here's the most interesting news from this past week. This week, reports of a possible strike by voice actors made headlines, Persona 5 and Star Fox saw delays, and my own lack of interest reached a new low today when the Angry Birds movie trailer was released, and I've already forgotten what I was talking about. Once again, my name is Adam. Thank you so much for joining us. This week, I am happily joined by... Hey guys, it's your coolest, uh, recognizable guy from the podcast, Chris, who was actually recognized from the podcast this week by a friend of mine who didn't know I did it. So that's kind of cool. Oh, God, I'm stuck in this box. Someone help me get out of this tiny little box. Adam is keeping me stuck in the Colin, box you keep in quiet the in there. Oh, Jesus. You keep, you keep quiet in there, Colin. Why are there so many spiders? Adam, I don't get Adam, it. Adam, hit the box with a stick. <laughs> you have to hit the spiders from behind. You have to wait till they turn around. Why? And Why do they have to turn around? <laughs> because you need to get the 100 collectibles. This so is so rubies. counterintuitive. It's like playing a PS4 exclusive. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we like PS4. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot. We can't, we can't talk ill of Sony systems, or else we're. Well, I oh, mean, I, I like PS4. We get the sack. <laughs> Last but not least, we're joined by. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Josh Thomas here from the Bit Block, and I am really excited to be chatting with you boys today. Let's get this going. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I have air horns. I, I would be more horns. excited if Chris wasn't here. Oh. Yeah, go to hell. <laughs> I mean, there's an equal other place I could go to, um, but it's not hell. Hell. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna. <laughs> I was going to suggest the the same thing. Uh, but yeah, what have you guys been playing this past week? Uh, I turned back on Metal Gear Solid, and I enjoyed it. I also went back and played Ground Zeroes, because I didn't enjoy that as much. Um, I went and turned on my Nintendo system, played a round of Splatoon, and that was cool. And, uh, you know, guys, uh, stay fresh, you know? It's just good Thank life you, advice right there. Yeah. Oh God! Don't call me Jared. What the hell? <laughs> I couldn't play much since I was. I've been on you know, the road the last two weeks. Like, I like the novel. <laughs> no, like the uh, Willie Nelson song. Oh, okay. But um, yeah. There no, is I've, a difference. I, I've, what? There is a difference. I guess. But <laughs> I've I've been at two different cons. Uh, so for the most part, I've just been on my 3DS playing the Ace Attorney trilogy. And, Very cool. Uh, oh, I love the Ace Attorney games so goddamn much. It's hard not to love those games about lawyers and their <laughs> melodramatic sort of actions and their cool hair. Yeah, I, I just <laughs> it's so well written and it's. I mean, some of the early ones have some weird translation they're issues. Ch- but that's they're charming it. and cheesy. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> I guess I'll go next. Um, yeah. I, I actually have not played a lot, but I did. I am actually really proud to say that I recently picked back up some GoldenEye 007 action on the Wii. Oh, I've been playing, oh that's awesome. I've been playing that with a friend who just recently picked up his own copy off of eBay. And uh, so, Did you, did you like, not tell him about the whole odd job thing? You mean where, like, oh, no, trust me, he knows everything. Like, we've played it locally oh. a lot. And oh, okay. uh, the online servers for that are still actually up because it does not run on Nintendo Wi-Fi connection. Really? Yeah, so it's uh, it's definitely the Goldeneye remake. You know, I was surprised to hear. 
Uh, the uh, Colin, you were talking about this a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, how if you play um Quake Three on Dreamcast or on any other system that has the online capabilities, still you can play with people online right now. Yeah, you can still hook it up um through modem, and you can still play Quake Three. That is so cool, in my opinion. How many? Like, what are the odds of somebody also playing Quake Three in 2015 at the same time? Surprisingly, you... there's a whole community are you around serious? it. Yeah, yeah. is yeah. there really? Because That's like... cause the uh, the Dreamcast had the keyboard and mouse attachment, it's and you so could good. hook it into your computer monitor through VGA. So it's basically a tiny computer. It's so good. I love it so much. Yeah. Huh. So yeah, I mean that, uh, I think that's basically all I've played. Was but as Golden I was Eye. saying earlier, the GoldenEye remake is, or at least the reboot, reimagining, reinterpretation, resurrection is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we we get it. <laughs> that is, was the... is really good. Like it is. Yeah, uh, I love it's it. a shame that 007 Legends ended up being probably one of the worst 007 <laughs> games ever made. So you know, it's funny because I remember when that came out, um, I didn't get a chance to play it because I I didn't have a 360 or a PlayStation 3. So I was a little like sad that I couldn't play it, and I heard based on like what everybody who's played it said, it's it's actually pretty terrible. <laughs> I I got excited because I loved the remake so much. Yeah, um, and it's the same Golden Eye, and they put it on PC, and I was like, holy yeah. shit, finally a Bond game on PC, and it it got some bad reviews, and I was like, you know, even the most mediocre of Bond games are still pretty fun, like Quantum of Solace. Yeah. Is Great. Quantum of Solace is my favorite, uh, not my favorite, you know, James Bond game or 007 game, but it is one of my favorite movie games. Yeah, no, it's ever. it's well made. Um, even bad Bond games are still good, but 007 Legends is like a whole new level of awful. <laughs> That's pretty. I have fun. never played a James Bond game you or a 007 what? game at all. Not any, oh, not even for the Nintendo 64. No, I didn't own an N64 growing up. Play here are the oh. two games you need to play. You need to play. Oh no, three. I'm sorry. Nightfire, uh, from Russia with Love, and okay. Goldeneye Reloaded. Alright. Yeah, Nightfire go. is definitely great. I think that's my favorite game. Yeah, Nightfire is probably the homework. best one out of all of them. Did you, did you guys ever play Bloodstone? That was the one that came out, like, in between the movies of Quantum of Solace yeah, yeah, and uh, Skyfall. I have it on the, uh, PS3. It's, I it's okay. It, that's what I heard, is, because it wasn't based, they didn't make any movie about no, it or anything like that. Really, it was just really okay. They, and they still use Daniel Craig's likeness, which I thought was funny. Unless he mo-capped it or something. Yeah, I'm no, not sure. it was kind of a mixture of the two. It was interesting. Um, but anyways. Did you want to tell us your story? I remember you had a story that you wanted to tell me earlier, and I stopped you. I, I Well, I mean, I sort of did it in the intro, but uh, yeah. I actually... So today I was at my I was at my job, uh, that, that wretched thing. Um, and no, you I love your a... job. Don't say bad <laughs> things about it. <laughs> no, I, I mean, if I could do other things full-time, that would be great. All right, so uh, I have a coworker that I've known like pretty much all my life. Uh, him and I've been friends since we were like little kids. Uh, in elementary school, we kind of just went to the same school and you know started working together later on in life. And uh, the other day, I mean, he's always known I've done internet stuff, but like the other day today, actually, he uh, came up to me and said, "Hey, man, I was um I was googling some stuff about uh like Zelda, and then I googled Zelda podcasts." And I clicked on the very first link on Google, which was this place called Zelda Informer, and I just realized, that's you I'm hearing on the podcast. I was like, wait, you didn't know I did that? He's just like, no, man, like, that's awesome. And I thought, I was like, oh, my God, my friend Googled my own work without even, like, knowing it was actually me. That's great. That's or really having cool. me tell him. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm glad he enjoyed that. 
So it was a, I forget which episode it was about. It was one of the more recent ones. It was maybe like two or three episodes ago or something like that. I'm not sure. Right. Yeah. That was my that was my little story. That was my irrelevant story for the night. Well, I liked it. It's always it's always cool to like, you know, when people when that people you randomly you sw- stumble upon the stuff you do. Yeah, especially since over. there's no face attached to it necessarily. Like this is all audible, you know. Mm-hmm. This is like I, people don't see me when we say the things with our voices. You know what I'm saying? Josh, <laughs> how has that ever happened to you? Uh, I've actually had people come up to me in public and uh recognize me from the bit block. Oh, which is really strange and flattering. What do you tell them? Like they come to you like, oh my god, you're Josh from Bit Block. You tell them the universe is a hologram, and then you walk away, <laughs> waving your arms. Well, it was like, can I get a photo? Can I get an autograph? Can you sign my baby? Um, uh, like, what is? I've th- I've signed a few babies. I've shaken a few hands. <laughs> but, ma'am, you don't have a baby. Give me a few months. Yeah, the lady, a woman, actually went out and got pregnant to have a baby so I could sign it. It's really. Yeah, that dude. That sounds awesome. Yep, it's very it's it's very nice for her, actually. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I actually didn't say what I was playing this week. Yeah, you skipped. Uh, you, you guys don't mind. You've been playing Hello Kitty Roller Derby for the GameCube, and you just didn't want to admit it. Jazz, I told you don't have to tell anyone. <sighs> yeah. Thought you could just Jesus. skip that, huh? <laughs> Josh, you're telling everyone my secrets. <laughs> I mean, Adam, you don't. You could just. You could just tell us right now. It's fine. We're not. Yeah, I just. I really like Hello you. Kitty. Okay, I'm, I'm judging really a excited. Bit. Um, no, my, but, uh... my mother loves Hello Kitty. Really? Yeah, she does. That's like the one. Japanese thing. I mean, I'm sure she likes the culture, but not like the the culture that we know. But uh, the one thing that she loves about Japanese culture is Hello Kitty. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. She's loved it for uh, years. Coincidentally, what so is actually... uh, Avril Lavigne's favorite thing. Oh, my God. oh yeah. <laughs> I love that video. Do you really? Yep. It's it's perfect. It's perfect in every offensive possible way. It makes me laugh. Kawaii. Uh, but this weekend, I actually uh, went to Project M tournament for the first time. Ooh. Oh, and how's that? A long time. I did not win a single match. I mean, Good. a single set. I I won. I I won some matches. I didn't win like a full game. Well, you know, Adam, you you kind of suck at Smash Brothers, sir. Hmm. I will have you know that that is entirely true, <laughs> but I will argue it vehemently. <laughs> Well, listen. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna surprise you guys even more here. I actually play. You ready for this? I mean, if you're going to tournaments what? with Project M, this is gonna blow your mind. What? Oh man! I'm a firm believer that the only true way to play Smash Brothers is with items on on very high any stage, any characters. So the- you, sir, <laughs> get Josh. No, no, no. I'm listen. looking at these pictures that you sent me of you and your Zero Suit Samus cosplay, <laughs> and I I just feel betrayed. <laughs> Listen, Sakurai San, the the Lord himself, is is an item player. So there you go. In in the year one twenty six of our of of Nintendo, our Lord Sakurai doth say, "Yep, let uh, there be items." Yeah, he had said. (laughs) I bet you also want Ridley in the game. Uh, I take Ridley over some of the others, I think, but I'm not. Actively Who would rooting. you take Ridley over? Like, name the first character you take Ridley. Uh, over. You ready for this? You guys, are, you guys are going to regret having me on. I would take Ridley over Shulk any day. All right, someone get this guy out of here. <laughs> so wheel him out. Wheel what him other out. ones? Let me let me hear him right now. Uh, I mean okay. Shulk. I mean Shulk isn't bad. Uh, I just like Shulk because he's the first from Xenoblade. He's the only from Xenoblade. <laughs> the first of many. No, but many one. What other character? I want to know. 
Uh, who's the 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 female version of Marth? What's her name? Lucina. Lucina. Yeah, Lucina. I, I think she. Babe? I'd want her in there or out of there. To be honest, I don't even want Ike in the game. I just want Martha. All right, and Roy do that your too. top five. <laughs> top five favorite characters. No, top in five characters you don't want to see. And you, did, you didn't want to see. <laughs> get just, just get all the rage yeah, out. Just do We're it. just gonna just like paint you as a very out. angry Listen, person the, this the, week. The comments on this podcast are gonna be never have this guy on again. Why'd you bring a mean person for <laughs> Bit Block? I didn't know Big Plot was so angry. Well, they know. They, they, I think a lot of people know my stance on the uh, Smash roster. I oh, don't. Man. So this sounds like some please <laughs> flew me in. The stance. Okay. Well, um, I'm. See, you guys know, like, I'm, I'm the item wacky Nintendo kind of a guy. So I want, mm-hmm. like, I'm more leaning towards like Duck Hunt Dog is crazy awesome to me. Yeah. Like, that's you can't yell at you then. God damn it, you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love those wacky, crazy characters. So, like, the fact that there's, I think, five Fire Emblem characters. That's kind of an eh, as far as I'm concerned. Are you eh. picking up the uh, retro three pack? I, yes, that I have. I to. know I am. That yeah, that looks amazing. Um, yeah. When, when does that when does that come out? Two days from now. Oh my god! Wow, I really have not been paying enough it's attention. It's the twenty uh, fifth, I think. All right. Let well, me I let me get check my GameStop app because you know I'm a real gamer. Uh, <laughs> power yeah. to the players. Power to the player. But not power your wallet. <laughs> All right. So so top five characters you just don't want in the game that are in right now. Who are they? You're gonna get me in so much trouble. If no, Dark Pit fine. isn't on your list, Dark Pit is on the list. Yes, Dark Pit's on that. Good. Okay, good. Okay, good. So I agree because he is Shulk can go. Okay, I'm gonna get a lot of crap okay. for Shulk. I mean, if you love Shulk, I listen. So you've already gotten rid of two of the pretty boys. <laughs> two of Although, the of the cuties that I like looking. I admire at. that Shulk runs around in his underwear. I'll give him credit for that. Oh, it's it's fabulous. Uh, um, like I said, uh, female Marth Lucina. Uh, it's so mean. I don't think there's. Real, I think that's kind of the. There's maybe not five that I'm like actively against. You just just think about two. Okay, more, well then like, just throw in two. Really more. Just think of the ones that'll get you in the most trouble with the fire fan emblem. Base. Throw out every one of the fire emblem characters. You cannot throw out Marth and Roy. Just keep them, please. We'll keep. God. We'll keep. Uh, we'll, we'll Roy. Keep, you know what? Just make it. We'll keep uh, Mario and Ryu. That's it. Everyone else is gone. I honestly, I've always hated, I've always hated Ike because I felt like ever since, since Brawl, like (laughs) they tried to replace Roy. I'm like, how do you replace Roy? He was such a great character. He was completely a clone, but I just liked looking at him. No, he wasn't a clone. He has a lot of different moves. Well, he was. A lot of different like mechanics. No, actually, even, even in Melee, he was, he was balanced very differently. His entire like sword style is different. Is played differently. You can't really play Roy like you do Marth. Roy's got the Roy's best. Uh, Roy has the best crowd chant though. Roy's our boy. Come on, you can't you mm-hmm. can't beat that. No other character's it's, got that. It's I mean, I think spotless. I think I can only think of three that I would really want removed from. All right, let's hear him. Smash Four, and that is Doctor Mario. Okay. Uh, yes. Dark Pit. Okay. And Greninja. I would not be upset about any of those going. I, those are the only three that are just, I I honestly feel like are kind of a waste. But, I mean, the rest, I think, are A-OK. I think guys, anyone, course, well, anyone who complains about Pac-Man is, needs to just get the wow, fuck Pac-Man's out. Pac-Man's awesome, though. Oh, he's Pac-Man's in. awesome. Pac-Man. Yeah, I love Pac-Man. Pac-Man's yeah, great. the best. Uh, and, of course... If Pac-Man was in that game, it wouldn't be complete. You guys are all... I love that they added Pac-Man. I love that they added Wii Fit Trainer. I love that yeah, they added yeah. uh, Duck Hunt Dog. <laughs> If anyone, if anyone who's ever listened to the first episode of the Zelda Informer podcast and is somehow still listening, knows how much I love Duck Hunt Talk. 
I, I think Duck Hunt was good. It was, and even if it was just like a gimmick at one point, I just feel like we need more gimmicks. But we, I mean, it's, as far it's as... a creative playstyle. It's a totally different kind of character. They really did try and like express creativity with it. I think Duncan is a fabulous addition. I thought he, I, I love playing as him. Not even to rehash what I because said it feels four like... weeks ago, but I would love to see Phoenix Wright in Smash. Oh yeah, dude, I want. Uh, all right, I'm not gonna. I want Professor Layton over since Phoenix Wright. The, uh, since the uh, the deadline for the the Smash belt is coming up, Josh, I think this is a perfect time to ask. You know, what characters would you want to see in Smash Brothers added? Uh, and who do you think is likely to get added? If you can give me like a uh, top three or top like top one, I can give you. I can one? give you top four. Really? That, that okay. I really would Let's like go with to it. see. Now I don't know how likely these are, but number one, I've been a huge fan of the WarioWare series because it is so absolutely insane. I really want a representative from WarioWare, and I can think of nobody better than Nine Volt because he's obsessed with Nintendo history. So what better game to put him in than Smash Brothers? So that's all right. Well, especially good. this one that is so retro dedicated. Yeah, and he's he's just a really cool looking character, I think. And since he's obsessed with Nintendo, he could use like peripherals as part of his you know it's combat. So much WarioWare as a kid. And I mean, doesn't Duck Hunt use like the the gun? The does he the, use that, or was that just in the animation? It's, I thought it was in his final Smash or something like that. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the like, zapper. The zapper. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he physically shows the zapper, but it, you go into like that Hogan's Alley sort of cut scene. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also want to see yeah. Professor Layton. As you guys have said, yes, oh, I yeah. think that would be amazing. We talked about that. We talked about that in detail. Um, Paper Mario. I know some people might not want that, but I would love to see. Right, I would love to see you Paper want, you Mario. Want to take Doctor like, Mario, but you don't want to. Yeah, you don't I, take out Paper I don't Mario. Want another Mario. <laughs> well, I think he could be like Game and Watch, which would be really cool. I'd want to see Paper Mario is an amazing series. It's literally like the only time I've genuinely adored an RPG. So personally, uh-huh. I want to see Paper Mario. You're not an RPG guy. Uh, if it's got Paper Mario in it, I am. Well, then we're going to get along famously. <laughs> I said sarcastically. <laughs> like, I can actually, I can't even really get through the uh, Mario and Luigi games. So that'll give you an idea. Really? Yeah. There's, I think those are great. They're very different from Paper Mario. I just, they're too, like, uh, yeah. too long and drawn out. I mean, they're they're definitely uh, an expansion on the Mario RPG, like the first one for the uh, N64, I think. No, that's wrong. I think it's, I could be, I'm not even going to remember right. But yeah, the first Mario RPG. Uh it's the same kind of style with the blocks and, you know, timed button mechanics and that sort of thing. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I, I think it's I think it's a great game. It's a, the newest one. Uh, uh, Dream, Dream Team. Dream Team, yeah. Yeah, it was a little bit too hand-holdy. That one, that uh, one was really painful for me to play through because, it, it, like, this, the tutorials were ridiculous. Random. That and Paper Mario on 3DS are really bad. See, I would prefer mm-hmm. Sticker Star over uh, Dream Team any day. Mm. I don't know. Sticker Star's great. That I'm, I'm one Yoshi's of the... Island. Yoshi's New Island Dream was kind of... Like, like, I didn't think Yoshi's of... New Island was offensive, but it was okay. That's kind of a realization like, hey. I had the other day. There's a lot of 3DS sequels to previous games, and the 3DS versions are not very good. Luigi's Mansion is yeah. another one that got a sequel to a game. Yeah, but that one's good. That's like one of the lone exceptions. But do you think it's as good like, as the original? Like, not. Not as much, but it has more content. But does more content mean better game? I think that's a perfect example of Ooh. no. Sometimes better, more content means too much game, too complicated. I don't know. I think it was cool. I mean, it's not like the original Luigi's Mansion was a masterpiece anyway. Oh, I listen. Ooh, them just fighting words. <laughs> but I mean, uh, that, I'm getting ready uh, to play that game soon. I actually. said that's it a while ago, game. but I didn't really like New Super Mario Brothers two. Uh, the the new one. You mean as well or number two? No, the the number two. 
Oh, well, who who did like that game? Exactly. I think I think Mario Maker was definitely a, like a nail in the coffin that they're like, we're not going to do that kind of game anymore because we know nobody's going to care for it. But New Super yeah, Mario think... Brothers U was so good. Are you being sarcastic? Yeah, it was. It was really Fantastic. good. And it spawned Toad's Treasure No, that was 3D Captain World, Treasure you dingle. Yeah, 3D World. Oh, oh my bad, was, my bad. That was 3D World and also Zelda. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Because yeah. it was originally a Zelda game. That would have been really cool to get some DLC where it's like Captain Toad dresses up like Link and goes through little Zelda dungeons. Aww. I love or, Treasure Or how about so they cute. actually put Link in the game, you know? <laughs> they can do that, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, we never finished uh, your list. Oh, so the, 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 the fourth one would be uh, you guys are going to either hate me or agree with this for the craziness. Wait, wait. You only said Paper Mario. You No, you said Paper Mario, Professor Layton. Are you talking about and, the Smash uh, oh, characters? Yeah, yeah. I, said, I am sorry. Yeah, no, you, so, yeah, no I was thinking Yeah, Nine Volt, Professor Layton, Paper Mario, and Captain Rainbow. Yeah. Yeah, Captain really? Rainbow. Yeah. yeah, that game is. I'm I'm one of the biggest fans of that game. Like I know that it didn't come out, you know, outside of Japan, but it is like true amazing skip work where it's just got so many crazy characters. It's kind of a little bit like Zelda in a way, to where you level up and you explore new areas and not level up, but you get like new items and powers. Uh, and mm-hmm. it's it's just so cool. And I think Captain Rainbow as a character would be really fun in Smash Brothers. He could have so many interesting moves and stuff. I really want him. I don't think it'll ever happen. That that will never happen. But when I look at him, and I mean, it's aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. Right. I am unfamiliar with the game, honestly. Well, that's really disappointing. Now I want you to hang up the Skype call, and I'm going to commandeer this <laughs> podcast. Oh no! <laughs> Not oh, if I do geez. first. Hi, I'm this Colin. Is, Welcome oh, to no. Zelda and All right, all right, guys. Listen, tonight's topic. I feel like anyone's... the captain who woke up in the middle of the night. And, like, if, everyone is planning a mutiny, but there's, like, eight mutinies going on at the same time. So now the mutinies are fighting over it, and I just go back into my cabin, and I just go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, if anyone's taking over this podcast, it's me. This is going to become the Chris Informer podcast. I'm going to inform you guys about my life. I woke up this morning. I had some toast. Uh, I went to work. What was on the toast? Uh, uh, I'll just butter. break off and make uh, my own Sir, I'm a cream cheese people. fan, and I will defend it vehemently. <laughs> you get cream cheese on bagels, Adam. I was going to say, you, you put I cream only... cheese on toast. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like well, I I put cream cheese on every toasted bread that I eat in the morning for breakfast, sir. What? Adam, there's a reason for that. <laughs> what is? Does that have to do with my heritage? Uh, that's just a joke. Between Come on, you and go I. for it. You're <laughs> saying, oh, happy Yom Kippur! Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time we move on to a new topic. <laughs> yeah, you can cut that out if you want. Uh, <laughs> that, that's you know me, Adam. These people don't know me. I know. <laughs> I uh, I have something I want to. Yeah, talk do you guys about. Um, go for let's it? Talk about video game delays. Let's talk about video because, game delays. Uh, uh, recently, Star Fox Zero, which was a game for the Wii U, was which mm-hmm. was a game can yep, confirm and it has been delayed to next year, <laughs> and so now um, numerous websites. In, uh, this is not like a a general opinion by most people. But I've definitely seen a few websites report on this, how the Wii U is now doomed because it doesn't have a big game this holiday. I mean, they're not wrong. But, like, the Wii doomed, U's been no doomed. concern, yes. There's definite concern. They're not going to make enough money this holiday season to get things. Like... I mean, it's not like anyone was going to really buy a Wii U at this point. And I really don't think a Star Fox game was no, going to No, no, it's not about... It. It's... I think t- 2014. It's not about buying the Wii U. It's about people buying games for the Wii U. Because if I, they buy one game for the Wii U, they're likely to buy several. 
I mean, I feel like especially it, it, in the hallways. Twenty fourteen is probably the year that Nintendo had the most Wii U sales, just because of Mario Kart Eight and Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. Like that—that that is literally the reason why I got a Wii U. I got a Wii. And Mario I'm Kart sure there's like a small percentage of Star Fox fans that would go out and buy a Wii U just to play the new Star Fox Zero, and I think they'd enjoy it. I think they really would. I, I think I you enjoyed mean, it. I'm, I'm, I did. I loved it. This just might be my opinion. I think first off, there's enough games that have come out this year for the Wii U alone that. I'm sure not mm-hmm. everyone like yeah, Splatoon. Splatoon, and there's still a few that are coming out for the rest of the year, like Fatal Frame, um, and I mean mm-hmm. Mario Maker just came out, so I'm. There's enough niche going around that it's you yeah, and I, and I doubt every single person title. who owns a Wii U bought every single game that came out in the last two years from the system. No, okay. I'm sure. No, there are yeah, definitely. Are gonna, I, don't, I have a up Bayonetta or Hyrule Warriors now that they're cheaper. Actually, here's a question for you now that you just mentioned yes. Hyrule Warriors. You know, Hyrule Warriors Legends is being released yeah. on the 3DS. It's pretty much, I don't want to say it's not a port, but it's just a yeah. 3DS version of the game. Do you think that Nintendo might start going on the route where they're going to make 3DS versions for a lot of their console games? I think that'd games? be interesting, but I don't... We have 3DS Smash Brothers. I mean, Mario Kart 7 isn't the same no, as Mario Kart 8. No, it's, it's an ad and investment, and they could be spending that making other kinds of games, and I don't think Nintendo is really interested in doing that. I think I'm, with uh, Hyrule Wars Legends, it makes sense, because they're adding a bunch of I think it really depends thought, on you know, what instead of making the entire deal. can even handle. I mean, when, it's, that when is you think about it, I don't think Splatoon the, would work at the all 3DS on 3DS itself. At least te- technically. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, the reason why I bring this up is because, you know, they're not... They're not canceling a lot of games for the Wii U, but, like, everything's being put on hold for the Wii U while the 3DS is still thriving. You know, 3DS is the best-selling handheld yeah. console, I want to say. Like, well, because it's the only <laughs> handheld-selling console. Sorry, PS Vita. Like, I want to buy you, but you, I just need a reason. <laughs> I need a reason. Um, But it, that's why I'm thinking, like, all right, they can support this handheld for, like, a, at least a few more years now that they have the new 3DS out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just interesting to think that that could be an option. I mean, I mean, I like, know for right. myself, there's enough games coming out this holiday season for the Wii U that I'm interested in. Uh, Fatal Frame, Xenoblade, and hell, even... Th- oh, it's it's yeah, Xenoblade and, X comes and out, right? hell, even, even with its bad okay. reception, I'm still hype as, uh, as hell for Devil's Third. It... it I forget, there was a, there was a reason why it got bad reception, uh... There was like a specific reason why, and it, it was more an uh, a subjective. It has to be because I about the game. I've, it had a really good reception in Japan and in Europe. It like sold right. A that bunch. was what we were talking so, about. I mean, I remember we had a few conversations and about I mean, this before. It looks ludicrous enough that I feel like it'd be a great ride just for how crazy it is alone. Probably in like a deadly right. premonition sort so of I, way. Okay. Um. Do you guys uh, want to switch sub- subjects, uh, get into one of our sure fan thing. topics? Sure. Yes. All right. So uh, James asks, what is your favorite type of gum? How does that Anything with spearmint. <laughs> Here you go. Um, Actually, gum yeah. is nice, and I like their advertisement because it's wacky um, hmm. and funny. I personally like winter mint. Or, winter yeah, fresh? the blue one. I don't like... You know, I'm yeah, I don't like the green one. A restaurant in new york city and they had a mint lemonade drink and it was like drinking winter fresh it was really weird 
Oh, yeah. In Israel, uh, whenever I visit, they always put, like, mint in every beverage, and I hate it, because I don't like mint. <laughs> I love mint. Uh, you it's... don't like mint ice cream? Thin mints? Mint ice cream is different. That's ice cream. Everything... Do, you like, do you like thin mints? Yeah, they're okay. I mean, you're not American if you don't like thin mints. I like other Girl Scout cookies, sir. What, you like, uh, what are those called? Lemon somethings? Lemon no. surprise? Mint is weird when it's, like, lukewarm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Josh, what about you? What's your favorite gum? <laughs> you, you said your favorite gum was blue. <laughs> yes, that's, that's it was not the a blue type one. of gum. That's a color. <laughs> well, okay. So a lot Spearmint of spearmint like, is what you're saying, or it's what? it's winter mint. Winter it's fresh. Winter God mint. damn it! I yeah. just said it. Is there? Winter, I'm sorry. Fresh. Uh, I actually don't really often chew gum. As boring as I'm going to be here, but one you take time, care of your teeth. That's oh I my do. God. I do. I'm pretty obsessed with that. But I did once try this gum that was banana flavored and it was amazing and i've never really? seen it since i think it was just too good they couldn't sell it anymore <laughs> banana flavored gum it was the greatest can i just say try it? i just want to say i hate watermelon flavored gum why what is why what's your beef against watermelon flavored gum it just it's i don't i like watermelons i don't like it you know beaten down to a pulp to get into a, a, a gum stick you know what I'm you saying? You know, it's not yeah. really a watermelon. I know. It's just they don't a take a watermelon and squeeze it into a it's stick ju- of It's gum. just like the powder from concentrate crap. I don't care what it is. It just is nasty to me. You know what's uh, my least favorite flavor of gum is citrus. I hate citrus gums. I mean, Why after a while, it? it just gets, like, messy in your mouth. Huh. That you can, sounds... You can cut that out. Sticky. <laughs> We're talking about gum here, right? <laughs> right. What's the topic? <laughs> I understand why he asked us this now. Uh, thank you, James, for sending in your topic. If you guys have any of your own, please send them to us at ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. What if Once people again, start like ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com? Like, which sock is your favorite, the left or the right one? Like, we got these people got to ask good questions. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a decent question. It helps you get to know someone. <laughs> I great... now know that I shouldn't buy Josh an entire pack of gum for right. Christmas this year. I'm throw go. it right back in your face, and I'm going to say, get me a toothbrush instead. Yeah, or Hanukkah. There you go. Uh, but yeah, uh, do you guys want to get into another fan topic? Another fan Go topic that's it. less about gum and more about something. Uh, yeah, actually it is more about, uh, Zelda. Um, James also asked us, in an all-out brawl between all the sidekick characters in the Zelda series, which one would come out on top? Sidekick characters being Navi, Tattle, King of Red Lions, Etsy, Oh my god. Ezlo, Midna, Linebeck, Ghost Zelda, and Fi. I think that's all of them. Okay. Uh, now... Let me just say, as much as I would like to bet on Ezlo, uh, he is a He's hat. A hat. <laughs> he cannot exactly. win. Yeah. I he can eat people with his mouth, but that's about it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm probably gonna go with the boat because he's a boat, and he can just crush people by being a boat. King of right. Red Lines. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, he's from Wind Waker, and Wind Waker is, I think we all agree, the greatest Zelda game. So naturally, anything. From Sir, Wind you Waker, get off my podcast. Anything from you Wind never Waker. Come back. Is I the best. think so Master the, Chief uh, would win. Uh. Who sent you? <laughs> Do you hate me? Who sent you? Have you listened to this before? Do you Legend know of Zelda Wind Waker HD. Greatest Zelda game ever. Drops well, a yeah. I Boom. played BS Legend of Zelda the other day, and I'll have you know that that is... The yeah. DS Legend of Zelda? BS. Broadcast to Teleview. Legend of Zelda. <laughs> I have no idea what that would even it's be. It's a remake of the first Legend of Zelda with a new game plus on the Super Nintendo. Okay. 
Oh. I, that doesn't sound like it would even come close to competing with Wind Waker. It, does it have sure Tingle? Does. What? Does it have Tingle in it? No. Oh, well, then what are you even talking about? There's... Can you can you travel to the past? <laughs> yes. Can you tra- can you travel between dimensions? No. Can you even travel? Yes. Can you smash yourself up against a wall? You have a whole world to travel around. Can you turn yourself into a yeah. painting and then walk on the wall? <laughs> it's my favorite. Because the answer game. is no, then it's Josh, not the what? best. What? I said because if you can't, if the answer is no and you can't turn into a painting up against a wall, then there's no way that Zelda is the best game. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. There's no boats, there's no paintings, there's there's no what is supposed there's to be no gimmicks, there's no only, talking you know, hats. The video game. Video games are gimmicks. That's what makes them video games. Hey, you know, they said the same you thing. Press the button, TV. a gimmick happens. Oculus Rift is gonna change everything, okay? And Oculus has changed nothing thanks to Facebook. Also yep, in practicality. That's, that's what happens. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. Uh it's it's funny because usually when it comes to like favorite companions, people are always asking us like who we like the most, and we usually agree on Midna. It's the first time anyone's asked us who would beat up who. I don't think I've ever said um, Midna in my life on this podcast. I want you to take that back. Uh, I <laughs> all right. I, I think the king from Zelda City. I would win. Let's be that, well. That's you might have me there. I might agree with that. There you go. Who who would beat up such a lovable <laughs> oaf? Oh, speaking of kings, we uh we learned more about oh, Triforce great. Heroes recently. Yes. Yeah, we learned uh a lot of new characters. We learned their names, what they're like, uh the the major players in this in the uh series, and I finally saw a picture of the princess trapped in tights. She's it's what? Pretty funny. It's like this like entire bodysuit. So you know the plot of Triforce Heroes, right? I uh that a king is crying and he needs a new pair of pants. <laughs> Those are nice pants, sir. <laughs> they do not reach his knee- his ankles, but they are nice pants. No, no, I thought I thought uh, the story was that he. Ne- what is the story behind the game? The story is that uh, the princess has been trapped in a pair of tights. Oh my god! That she can't get off by a witch, and the king needs uh, heroes to lift the curse. So he looks for some legendary heroes, and he finds three kids, and he kind of pushes them together, and says, "Go, go on an adventure and defeat the is witch." Is this maybe the strangest, most random plot a Zelda game has ever had? Yes, and I love it. I love everything about Trapped it. Trapped in There is, yes, there is a, there is the witch subdue corpse, uh, led by a na- man named Sir Orubaku. There is a witch with a name that is harder to say than Sir Hasrila, which I never thought was possible. Okay. Yeah. What about so, the, uh, uh, what I- about the modern cheerleader costume? Have they explained that yet? They, do they need to? Oh, actually, they explain that the the clothes designed by Madame Taylor are all magical. They'll have special powers within. That's Where, why. Wasn't there a time when people were really upset that a train could exist in the Zelda series? Now we're just ignoring a modern high school cheerleader costume on Link? Sir? Yes. He rocks it. Whether or not he rocks <laughs> it or not doesn't explain how such a thing exists in the universe. That also this is, is true. true. Is very true. I guess fans just care more about locomotives than they do modern clothing on Link. We're talking about a game that has magic jeggings that are trapping the princess. Well, so, jeggings are I mean, pretty magic in real life, okay? They are pretty magic. So there you go. Is it pants? Is it tights? I don't know. We weren't meant to know. <laughs> and we never will. <laughs> I wonder if anyone's still listening at this they point. Better. Oh. They're, they're captivated. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> 
It's just like, it's totally nonsense at this point. It's been 45 minutes of just rambling. But yeah, uh, if you want more info on that or how the costumes have souls in them, check out the link dumb down below. That's also where you can find some more information on our friend Josh, uh, who runs BitLock. Uh, Josh, what can they find when they go to your channel? They can find a whole bunch of Nintendo-related video game coverage. Can That's... they also see some fabulous cosplay? They can see cosplays. They can see. They can use their eyeballs to see what might be the first time a male has officially cosplayed as Zero Suit Samus. I, I guess I can't. Cosplayed and rocked it. Okay, we, uh, that, I'll take your word for it there. We'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, still waiting for that pinup calendar. The, the posters uh, and the cardboard standees are already in production. Sweet. You guys will be getting... I, I've ordered about a thousand of them. <laughs> okay. One thousand units, my good sir. All right, you'll get them. <laughs> my own little Josh army. Uh, but yeah, uh, let's talk about the... Something that really got my interest this week was the voice actor strike. I'd like Ooh. to talk to, to you guys about that because I think it is very relevant to video games. Yeah, I want to make sure like my games still have Steve Bloom, so they need to pay him more. Colin, or they got they got to play Nolan North. Yes, it is me. More. Would you like to do the honors and explain what happened this week with the voice actor strike? Um, there's really it started yeah, a while ago. Yeah, there's not really much to say. It um, it pretty much was that video game actors want to be unionized or at least get the same benefits as they would of being you know that they would in mm -hmm. tv or film but for acting in video games that's mm -hmm. pretty much all there is to say um there's a lot more to it and when you first kind of glance through it it's kind of really fishy some of the things they kind of bring up but i actually had a chat with a friend of mine who is a voice actress who works in the industry and uh she cleared a few things up but there's still there's still generally one thing that kind of bothers me about it, um, but otherwise I agree with it in full, and that is there's now obviously you know voice actors should get royalties for their work they they do put a lot of, of work into these games, um, but the strange thing is that they put down that the they should only be paid like the yeah. It's really weird how to word this. They want to be paid on certain levels of royalties as opposed to like slow percentages. Let me let me just read it off from I don't the even article. think they were getting slow percentages. Second. I think it's just back. Alright. Um they proposed a payment scheme in which the actors would receive bonuses if the projects they work on sell upwards of two million copies. And they would keep bumping up these royalties until it hit about eight million. Every, every... and Right, every two it's million. kind of weird because two million is the, their idea of a successful video game, but a lot of AAA games you might have heard of recently that they need a lot more before a game can be deemed successful. Metal Gear Solid Five has been rumored um, to need at least six million units sold before even it can be considered successful and actually get its money back. So the mm -hmm. only thing that's kind of weird is that pretty much while the union would be considering that game to be a success for selling 2 million copies, the company would just be paying out just for something that's essentially a flop. But I'm right. sure there's more to it, and, and it, there's that's probably something they can work out. Mm -hmm. 
I remember when I first looked at it, I was very con- uh I was concerned about like indie studios and things like that. Uh because it it kind of felt like non-union actors were going to get kind of screwed over, people trying to make it into the industry for the first time. Uh did you find anything that kind of clarified that? Or it's, no. What I pretty much learned is that if if you are running a smaller company and you are not signed up with uh that guild, that union, to hire actors that are in that union, you don't have to really worry about that. Non-union actors right. can still get non-union jobs, and non-union jobs can still get non-union actors. Okay. It's uh, important to be part of a union, though. Uh, like, when I went to a con this summer. It was um, Supercon in Miami, Florida. Mm-hmm. And I went and saw a voice acting panel. Um... And so up on the panel were people that a lot of, like, not more TV stars and video games, um, but each of them went on to tell their own stories about how it was really important for their career to get, for them to kind of lift off in their career by becoming a part of the union and become, getting an agent and all these things because that's pretty much how you get jobs. It's really tough to get jobs when you're not a part of a union and, like, if you don't have a manager or... Uh, some sort of representation, then they're going to look for you after the fact they've already looked at all these people that are already part of a union and stuff. All right. And so, like, right now, it might be the time for those kind of people. to They're going to get more jobs if this thing um, carries on, like this whole lawsuit and everything. And mm-hmm. it'll be great for the these people to start off their careers in a way, but, like, it's going to suck for some of the existing the existing talent that people, like, you know, they know and they love, like, I saw a tweet from David Hader today um, uh, talking about this, and he posted a photo, uh, like a screenshot from Metal Gear Solid, uh, one of the earlier ones that he was in. And I'm like, that's, uh, in a way, I, I kind of laughed, because um, I'm like, oh, that's funny, because uh, Keith Sutherland is uh, is um, Big Boss now. You know what, I honestly, I sorry to break, cut off topic, but I don't like Kiefer Sutherland's performance. I, I mean, just it, don't. It, that's fine. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. I don't, I mean, I, me personally, I don't see anything wrong with it. Um, but it's just an example, you know? Like, yeah. they, he, I'm sure, I, I'm not saying there's, I have no idea why he didn't get the position, you know? Um, uh, why it, he didn't get the position of Snake again? Yeah. Or uh, Big Boss? Yeah. Uh, actually, that has to do probably with the fact that they wanted the game to be a little bit more marketable. And attaching a, a, a big name Hollywood actor to the the games would definitely boost sales. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I can see that. I, at I mean, least at least in the eyes of invest- investors, it, it does look a little bit more enticing uh, when you're able to get better I guess during the, be- the during the development, the, the beginning development of Metal Gear Solid Five uh, or at Ground Zeroes even, like, Konami was thinking a little differently back then, but I could, I could see that from, like, three years ago, Konami. I couldn't see that now. Um, mm-hmm. Just because of we well, know now Konami has completely lost their mind, so who knows? Yeah, <laughs> so I don't know who's running that company right now. Um, uh, but no, that's probably just a two... pachinko machine. Yeah, <laughs> that would be funny if that's like David Hader becomes like you can hear a his p- voice. A pachinko telling... machine. Yeah, you you hear his voice telling use as a pachinko machine. Pull like... my slot. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but anyways, that was just my two cents on on the subject matter. All right, I think a bigger issue is programmers not getting royalties 
developers. Yeah, developers and programmers and all that. They, I mean, they're still just like a cog in the machine. But I feel like that's a whole other discussion for, you know. Everyone deserves bonuses. Everyone does. (laughs) Honestly, like, that's, because that's the biggest part of the game. I understand the marketing and the publishing, it, it takes some time, but like, they're the only ones sort of reaping the benefits. Uh, other than the developers sort of being able to get the games they want, sort of. And that's, like, not even the case for companies like EA and, and Ubisoft. Um, well, I mean, I'm sure... uh, smaller studios are studios that have a, a creator's name tied to the work. Like, you know, yeah. a Hideo Kojima production. Um, or directed by even, Hideo Kojima. Or, like, or it, uh, Keiji Nick... Inafune. Yeah, or the guys from, who did Shovel Knight, you know, Nick Waz and stuff. Like, they're, in their own right, celebrities as game developers... Uh, we've definitely put them more in the public eye, which does kind of benefit them for a lot of reasons. It does make them that, more appealing that's probably to other why companies. The, yeah, and I think that's probably why like the strike is coming up because it's like, all right, now that we all know that the little guys like can make it, we need to make it too. Like, it's got to be the same all around, and yeah, and it's good. I I feel like this we needed this strike, or I, like the industry itself, they needed this, so they well, wouldn't. I mean, I think it would change video- standards all around. Maybe. I think that video games definitely need to fix a lot of the... If they're going to have voice acting, if they're going to have writing, they should definitely improve the quality of that. Because I've been very underwhelmed by a lot of the what is considered to be high-quality video game writing for years. Um, and I think it really is... What about in the case of that. acting? What? Well, I said, what about in the case of acting? Oh, yeah, that too. But that's... That's part... That has a lot to do with the writing available because you can deliver lines that are bad really well, but they're still going to sound bad. Uh, sometimes it's just working with the material. Uh, in the case of the Sonic Adventure people, uh, those voice actors went in with no knowledge of the game, no knowledge of the scenes themselves, and were just told to read lines by people that barely spoke English. It's, uh, it's really that like video game writing has to become better before video game acting mm-hmm. can get better. Right, because so, it's hard to pour and invest in material that's not worth a grain of salt. Like, that's like a, Beyond Two Souls is a game that has two really, really good actors in it. William Dafoe was phenomenal. Yeah, William Dafoe, Ellen Page, really great, but what they had to work with was god-awful. Ended up yeah. becoming laughable. Yeah. I thought, well, it's, like... It's, it's, they're, they're such good actors that the writing quality almost becomes subpar... What what do you think about that and in the case of obvious? Hmm? Well, I was saying what what do you think about that in the case of the new like the PS4 game uh, Until Dawn with Hayden Panettiere? That's different because that was meant to be like cheesy bad. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, right? I'm I'm not saying it's bad like slasher game yeah. or slasher film turned slasher game like that. Uh, that's sort of awesome, and I feel like that's good writing. Not as I think. Cheesy, it, like, I think it's good. For I think what Until is. Dawn is the only game to have done what David Cage has been trying to do for three games. For years and years. And yeah. somehow has done it better than all three combined. By not taking himself seriously and letting the the medium sort of blossom well, it, out of the idea. It's also that the story is a lot more fun and it's there's yeah. a lot more to do and there's a lot more choices. Like it's not there's no illusion of having choice. Like what you do actually affects what happens throughout the game multiple times. Right. Right. I it's it's definitely something I really want to get into. I really want to get into that game cuz I've only heard good things about it and every time I hear someone describe the game to me and I've every review I've seen 
has only enticed me. If you have a PS4, buy Until Dawn. I mean, it's the it's the only game you can actually buy for the PS4. So, right. I mean, you know, aside from Colin's uh, bias, there's a lot of games you can get for the PS4. They happen to be on other consoles. I just happen to think they're better on the PS4. Um, but that's just me. Also, from software makes good games. Uh, anyways, Dark um, Souls Three coming to PC. Oops. Anyway, continuing. Blood, Bloodborne, Bloodborne. Great. Uh, I, I think, I think, um, there was something I wanted to talk about, like really badly, and I, I keep forgetting what it was. Let's do more fan topics. Yeah, we could go to more fan topics until I remember. Sean from New York asks us. Uh, I recently saw the video of Kakariko Village. Uh, made in Unreal Engine 4, and it blew my mind. I wanted to know if you guys think they should have graphics like this for the next Zelda game. Thank you for asking your question, Sean. <laughs> well, Sean, do you think that Nintendo games would profit or, or benefit from better graphics in the way yes. that a lot of other games do? Yes, they would. Everything would benefit from looking prettier. <laughs> I mean, I imagine mean, yeah, a Mario like, that's more reflective. And yet your favorite like, game is Wind great. Waker. Well, but that's just it. Like, to me... Pretty is not how many polygons you can cram onto a screen or how clean the textures are. I don't know. Wind Waker HD looks pretty bad. You what? <laughs> what? <laughs> they they turned Josh up is the literally doing like backflips. Way too high. No, no, no. It's the ocean. It's the ocean in the summertime, and it's a sunny day. You're gonna see even more than that. Aren't you guys in Florida? I'm yeah, not. I am. Well, I, yeah, Adam and I are. But <laughs> so Colin there you go. Is, Collins with Sean in New York. That game should not have as much bloom as, like, Battlefield Bad Company 2, though. See, I don't think it did have a lot of bloom. In the original screenshots, I think it had more bloom lighting than what it ended up having in the final game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think if you're out on the ocean, you're going to see some... I, I, I don't know why... It's going to be I, a lot I, of reflective elements. Yeah, I do think that that's right. But I, I do agree that, I mean, kind of play with the medium. <laughs> you kind of have I the mean, option there to lower it. I guess uh, also with the Toonie style... I don't know. Maybe they could have done I mean, it better. Overall, uh, I think I that's, just both sides. A, that's just in the case of Zelda. I mean, and if you guys remember, I think we talked about this on a few podcasts ago, or I, I brought it up. I know I did. The pro, the NX is planned to have a cape, like the technology to be able to run the Unreal Four engine on it. Oh so, yeah, I mean, they wouldn't have yeah. it on there if they couldn't use I it. I mean, the Wii U you know? can run Unreal Four, just no one wants to put Unreal Four on the Wii U. Uh, I'm. Pretty sure the Wii U can't really. If do Unreal that Four well. can run on an iPhone, I'm pretty like I'm pretty sure it can run on the Wii U. No, all right, it run on an iPhone, but does it utilize all the tools that it needs to utilize? You know what I'm saying? I know like, what you're you can saying. Make but... a game. You can make a mobile game out of Unreal Four, but it's like it's not utilizing everything. Yeah. Right? I'm. I just sure that I mean. All right, they can make a game on the Wii U. Uh, but it's not going to use all the the things that kind of max out Unreal Four. Well, like, I think the question i I think the question more is, do you need to? Do you need to use Unreal Four on the Wii U? That's uh, that's the question I think a lot of people have, no, have it, been asking. Is like, is it matter? It, you know, do you really need do you really need like fancy wheels and rims on a a a, a, a go kart? You know, or, or well, do I mean, regular Nintendo's not going to do it. Nintendo has their own engines and stuff. You know, they're going to be using those. They're just going to improve those. Based on technology from the 90s. <laughs> whether it's based on technology from the 90s or not, that's just what they're going to do. Um, right. It's actually funny because one of the la- the games I'm excited for coming up in like the next year or two or whenever it hits, uh, which is Kingdom Hearts 3, uh, they switch it from, you know, 
Square Enix's regular engine in-house engine the, to in Unreal Four to Unreal Four. Yeah, and the yeah. game looks fantastic. So it's there's a uh, the only I think they'll only switch over and use it if something happens to theirs. Well, they realize it was we need uh, to get with the times. It was a problem because they were like having issues. They were trying to fix problems that have already been fixed in other engines. And it just a, means they're making Kingdom Hearts 3 a great-ass game, and so they realize their a, engine is crap, and they need to use a better engine to handle a great-ass game. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. There's very little I know about web design, but there is, like, a whole thing about, you know, you could build your own web host from scratch, or you could just, you know, use one that already exists. Like, if you're making, a, like, a restaurant website or well, something... Well, a host just, or the code for the website? The code, a host is something. Yeah, yeah, a host is yeah, something yeah. entirely different. Well, if, you, if you're, like, making a restaurant, just use, like, a, a web site builder like a like a one of the ones you can buy or one of the ones you can just like get for free instead of trying to write the code yourself because a menu is always going to be to be a menu you're not going to need to redesign the entire idea of how to make a menu on a website it's already been done so many times that it's easy it's like you know point and click you're done it's already been kind of set to right. just go anywhere you need um i think that in kingdom hearts 3 they kind of saw that same case where it's like we could have they, they were like i think this is in, inter- in interviews or in press releases uh, you know, they they had problems and they could have fixed them, but it's it was a much easier transition just to swap over the engine. I don't so they think could focus it was on getting it out quicker. It, I mean, not even that. I don't want to say they were taking the easy way out. But they no, 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 not that, the easy way out. But there's, it, I mean, there's a precedence of like you know, development times are very, very, very tight. Listen, Adam, and they need all the time. I know is so, they don't give a crap about development times. We've been waiting for this they, game for more than ten the years. Fact, the fact that they were willing to show off tech demos means that they're getting more comfortable with the idea and they know that as soon as they did that they were gonna get uh a little bit more uh publicity than they were than than uh before than the right. just leaving everyone silent. Um right. so they wanna rush the game out as quickly as they can without, you know, leaving major bugs in and switching to Unreal Four might, you know, let them keep the production speed that they were hoping for while also addressing the bugs that they needed to be fixed immediately. Not, I mean, and not to say that they're rushing the game, but they're just trying no, to, like, no, also, no. But they're I trying to keep to deadlines, and deadlines are important. Prettiest doesn't necessarily mean the best engine, right? Like, that's why people I'm, might be just switching yeah. over to Unreal Engine Four because it's already been like compiled a bunch of times, and resources are a lot easier to get for it. But I mean, you know, I, I understand why people use Unreal. Actually, you. You bring up a point. Because Unreal Engine 3 was used everywhere, but that engine was ass. <laughs> I don't I don't want to say, like, I know I don't know why people are using Unreal Engine 4, but after Unreal... So Unreal decided to do this thing where they, they released don't the engine for free. Epic, Epic Unreal, same stuff. Um, they Alright, their engine is now released for free. Anyone in the world can get the full engine on their computer. Yeah. I mm-hmm. d- installed it, like, a, a few months ago. Um, their only thing is, uh, if you're going to sell a game after the point where you make two grand off the game, they're going to start collecting a percentage Mm -hmm. uh, and you're going to pay back to them. So, I mean, won't that get expensive for games that use unreal to like, not not as much as I mean, licensing any other engine really like, but I mean, you don't pay that many royalties. The engine is only as good as the people who are coding it and utilizing it mm-hmm. like id tech 5 right. is a fucking yeah. fantastic engine but the problem is is that so far the people that have been using it have just what do you what do you the mean the people have been using it don't have no fucking yeah. clue what they're doing with it rage uh evil I... within they run terribly they're horribly optimized and they have like 
I enjoy Evil Within. And all right, I think you also got to think about games but, but yeah, like no, Wolfenstein. But that's what I'm saying. Wolfenstein, the New Order, and the Old Blood prove that id Tech 5 is a fantastic engine, but no one knows mm-hmm. how to use it properly. Wolfenstein right, is probably the only a, sole uh, exception of that game, the, of that engine. There's still, seriously, only like, yeah, there's only like five games using yeah, that Yeah, I'm right surprised so, Fallout I mean, 4 like, doesn't well, use it. Uh, I'm, well, Fallout 4 is using, an, like, they've been improving the one that they were using for uh, yeah, they, Skyrim. Well, that's, and it's the same one they've been using since Morrowind. That was a terrible but, system. But is it? Because... I think yeah, it, yeah it the has... Game Rio engine's garbage. What are you t- But there's such a charm with games like Fallout yeah, 3 I like and Skyrim. Not being especially able to Skyrim. Use ladders. <laughs> yeah, that was like... Alright, no, 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 but like, then you gotta think about things that just happen in the game that you just can't explain, and that is because of an engine that is sort of so broken, you're saying bugs also works. Are we going back to that conversation we had about bugs being charming? I mean, I like I like glitches and bugs in any game, but... When they developed Skyrim, I feel like they they saw the bugs. They absolutely had to see them. You don't just miss certain things, but they were just there like... There are what? things that are... Uh, that is just I forget fantastic. the exact term. It's something about, like, uh, as shipped, I yeah. think it's called. Uh... Where it's something that they recognize as a bug, but because they're trying to keep produ- uh, deadlines, they will ship it out anyway with the bug. I, I don't to patch think it it's sometime like, later. I uh, don't think it's like that at all. I think they think it. They think it's funny. They're going to put it in, and I'm, that's exactly what I think they're going to do. No, like you said, it, those same it, bugs yes. are stopping me from enjoying a great game like Fallout Three on a newer operating system. Yeah. Is it really? Yes, because I can't run it. Is yeah, it because really? it, if if the if it ruins the immersion of the game, or just totally stops you from not playing it overall. The, did you guys ever see like those flying bear things for Skyrim? Like the the flapping stuff? That is because of things that are happening that aren't supposed to happen, you know. But is that are... you taking the game seriously? Is that yeah. you treating you... like they're trying to like tell this. you um, you're taking video games listen, so seriously. Listen. Look at this. You're in a game and this is Josh, how Josh, like, back just... me up on this. You played a link between worlds, right, Josh? <laughs> yes. That game has silliness and also seriousness, and it does both intentionally. It doesn't leave bugs in, it just does things. It makes funny dialogue, it makes funny scenarios, it throws things at you with the intention of trying to make you laugh or to keep you lighthearted, while also giving you the serious gameplay. Okay, I, I would agree Bugs with that. Bugs are fine and all that. that, but I mean, I should be okay. able to reload my last save, I just, and the game should work fine. And if the ga- if that doesn't happen, that, like, all right, that, then I'm going to be pissed. Those things, no, th- those things I agree with. Those fixes and issues I agree with, but like... There's just some things that are wrong with it. Engines, the unexplainable things. I just feel like those are things I mean, that developers don't. Cry don't Engine is probably those. one of the best looking engines ever made, and yet no one uses it. Isn't it because it's really complicated? What was the last game used in that one? Enemy Front. The only the last game I can think using Cry I... Engine was Enemy Front, and that's a budget yeah. World War II shooter. There's actually all right. You said earlier I wanted to bring this up about like tech demos. Trying to get back on the conversation of Zelda. Um, you guys remember mm-hmm. when the Wii U was first releasing and then they had the Legend of Zelda of course. tech demo? Yeah, the Wii U tech yeah. demo looked fantastic. So, so that actually, by the way, I don't think that was, I do not think that was running on an actual engine. Yeah, I no, think was that was definitely... seriously a video that was playing that you could swap between layers to change the lighting and whatnot. Yeah. And then they just applied mm-hmm. like a fisheye kind of camera Has lens anyone... to it to make it look like you were moving it around. That, is that what that was? I'm yeah. like, what, are, what What happened to that engine? Is that what we're going to see? It on, doesn't on exist. NX? Yeah, that, that, was like a, a, that was like Pixar just pre-rendered Have you guys ever something. Played, Obviously, Pixar yeah, This is going to be a weird question. Have you guys ever played the tech demo uh, application that Nintendo <laughs> no. made for the game? Uh, I did not. 
No, but I've seen that. Oh, that's that's yeah. cool. The GameCube has what is like, it? There's apps. they made a, they, they sell the, when they were first showing off GameCube hardware. They made like a disc full of all these different tech demos and and like renders, and you it's like a big render of like Peach's castle, and you can float through, and it shows off how the thing can do anti-aliasing and transparency and reflections and like thirty other things, and it's really cool. Oh wow. Yeah, that's cool. You can play it on like a golf uh, emulator. But no, I've, you know, I did not know that. I've never gotten into emulating the GameCube. It's very Seems easy. Complicated. I just bought a GameCube this year, and it was great, and I like it. It's the first time you owned a GameCube. This is the first. Well, I've always I, my cousin owned the GameCube growing up, and I would oh, go okay. over to my cousin's house all the time. Mm-hmm. So I got to play GameCube games with him. Um, just the first time I actually owned one was I decided to purchase one this year. I'm like, I'm gonna just buy some of the games that I want and. I'm not done buying. I still have like maybe five more on my list I, I want to get. Um, but I did, and I, I really like having it. And it's just like, man, I wish I wish I had this in my house growing up. But instead, I had the PS2 and the Xbox and N64. So mm-hmm. it's like, and then I got a Wii, and then the 360 and PS3 and all that jazz. <laughs> uh, I remember when I was younger, uh, my neighbor like across the street. Uh, we both had GameCubes, but he had Luigi's Mansion, and I would always want to go over and play it, and I ended up bothering him, like, every other day to just oh, play dude. Luigi's Mansion. Luigi's Mansion's awesome. Oh, it's a great game. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, uh, Colin, I just want to say, I just looked it up, and uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Evolve uses oh, CryEngine. Yeah. And so, oh, Battle Cry's using it? Yeah, a lot of modern yeah, games. Yeah, but not, like, Homefront. not, like, a terrible, like, great amount. Sonic oh Boom yeah, that does use CryEngine. I forgot. I completely forgot Sonic Boom uses. That's the best advertisement for it ever. Also, the uh, uh, Rise the, of Roman, the Frostbite engine that EA uses. I, th- I like, thought that was strictly like that. I mean, that's what Battlefront is going to be using. Yeah, but they should license that out more. Uh, no, I yeah. mean yes, because so other places can use a good ass engine. Yeah. Um. No. Well, I mean, Plants vs. Zombies: Carded Warfare is actually really fun. Yeah. Good. I I have it. I'm not gonna say it's not. You know, I, I don't play it as often. It's more of a game that like I, my brothers. It's I, a I good uh, split screen co op game. It is. Um. But it's it's not something that you know. You go out and get. I would shooters definitely need to look at that. I don't think Call of Duty should have their hands on that any day though. I would never let Activision have their hands. Well, on it's that. fine. They don't need Call of Duty still using the Quake Three engine. So... And there they go. They don't need to touch that. Battlefield is a game that like. What, what do you prefer better, Battlefield or Call of Duty? If you say Call of Duty, I'll stab you in the throat. But why? Well, okay. Well, all right. Here's <laughs> wow. Here's You're really back in the corner with that answer. Yeah. I'll I'll go with. It depends on what like era of Call of Duty and Battlefield we're talking about. If we're if you talk Modern Warfare Two and like Bad Company Two. I mean, I bad company. Did you enjoy bad company too? If not, yeah. you can call. You did. I mean, Go no, because there's there's two eras of Battlefield. There's there's like up to twenty one forty two, and then there's bad company one and on. And mm-hmm. if we're talking about pre bad company one, I totally prefer Battlefield because nineteen forty two and Vietnam and two and twenty one forty two are like some of the best games made for PC. The- um, on the other they... hand, uh, Call of Duty really picked up the slack with World at War, Black Ops, Black Ops 2, and Battlefield 3 and 4 are... You think Battle of Black Ops 2 was good? Yes. I didn't... I will say I enjoyed the single player, sort of, 
But the multiplayer just kind of bored me. And the zombies, the what they do with zombies. Zombies in Black Ops Two was terrible, but yeah, overall, I, f- uh, I mean, Detroit Our Call of Duties are printing out a much better package than any of the newer Battlefield titles. Uh, well, Battlefield or Call of Duty titles. Battlefield titles. I mean, Battlefield, Battlefield three, and 3 4 was, was okay, but it's the single player was the worst. Battlefield 4 is I mean, overall a terrible package, I, and, I don't think and Hardline was a my complete life. mess. Uh, so I played the, I yeah, played the Hardline, Hardline was definitely I played the Hardline beta. I played um, the alpha. I never touched any single players of like any of the battlefields. I'm strictly multiplayer. I'll play the single players on the Call of Duties, except for Modern uh, Advanced Warfare. Advanced Warfare, I did the multiplayer, and I enjoyed that just like this last month. Oh yeah, no, it's um, fantastic. I love Advanced Warfare's multiplayer. Yeah, there's nothing um, obje- like I'm just gonna say this right now. People are gonna give me slack, good, but whatever. Good there's games, nothing objectively like... wrong with Call of Duty or liking Call of Duty. There are too many of them, and some of them take themselves way too seriously, mm-hmm. and they lead to them being awful, like ghosts. But for the most part, I mean, if you just play the Treyarch ones, they are fantastic. In, yeah, in a agreed. in a total right. '80s action movie right. way. Uh, I want to kind of switch gears. That's let's go okay. reverse. Uh, let's do this, Josh. Yo. How do you feel about esports? How do I feel about esports? <laughs> mm-hmm. You said that as though you're like trying to Counter Strike Go got a really fantastic Maybe. update recently that fixes the hitboxes. Finally, Colin, stop being such a nerd. It's not bad. Counter Strike <laughs> yeah, out of here. One of the biggest games ever. Yeah. Uh, I, I literally know next to nothing about esports. Okay. Well, if How do you, guys you feel do, about that? Uh, I mean. <laughs> I I uh, draft king. No, no, I just want to say I've watched little to no esports, but there's I have such a like a fascination about wanting to know more about it, mm-hmm. just because it's like it's it's really interesting in a way that like gaming is finally getting sort of sort of it's on like the footsteps. It's on it's on like the stepping stones to getting recognized in the sports community as esports. I mean, Star like Starcraft has always been like big tournament wise and even broadcast i mean hell it's the national sport of south korea um <laughs> heroes of the star like it really is heroes of the star. and then I thought that was league no starcraft man no it's starcraft definitely Star- well starcraft's been around longer yeah so. exactly yeah. and i mean quake 3 has been like the go-to competitive shooter since it came out in fact there's yep. still a whole convention <laughs> around playing quake, quake 3 QuakeCon, <laughs> which i've been to and it's okay didn't this last QuakeCon they give out a bunch of stuff? They showed off a lot of Doom 4, and I was really sad yeah. I wasn't there. No. Uh, but the reason I mention is, actually, first of all, uh, this weekend, that Smash tournament, I actually tried commentary for the first time. Oh, boy. Were you good? Yeah. No, I, I know very little about the technical skill. But the guy I was commentating with knew, like, everything. He was like, he knew hitboxes, he knew percentages, he knew when strategies so the whole conversation was just me asking him about what the players are doing and what they should be doing or like how they should be reacting and just figuring out how they were understanding each other I mean, during the gameplay so and, this is uh, what you this is what i see adam you you are you know how to be a host you're a host man this is gonna be your guy on the inside you be like you you should just have a pad and paper and be like all right so i'm here with my special other host who knows more about this than i do all right so you're gonna walk us through these players what's going on in their head right well, now well no I, I i would ask him like all right so how should uh how should greninja or uh how should uh lucario 
you know, approach the stage again. You know, Sheik is, you know, edge guarding, but it's they have pretty decently high percentages. You know, what should what is Lucario should be doing in this moment? Like, you know, what's the best strategy? Or like would throwing out aura balls be good? That sort of thing. I would just ask about strategies that I thought would be good and see if they worked. So you use, you're now going to use these things to your advantage. You're going to win every Smash Bros. tournament ever. I did not win a single, like, set. Well, and, now that uh, you know this information. I'm so, just... yeah, maybe. Um, but, yeah, afterwards, uh, he came up to me and he was like, you did good. And I'm like, really? It's It was just me being awkward while you explained to me why I was right or wrong. And he's like, no, but usually what happens with commentary in Smash Bros. is they both go, oh, that was a nice DI. Oh, and that was a good up throw. And that's it. So that was comforting. Uh, that's really good. But anyway, uh, the reason that I was really excited about esports this week is that uh, a popular fantasy league site that does a lot of sports, uh, DraftKings, has actually started to uh, sign partnerships with esports teams to open an esports fantasy section on their site. That's uh, awesome. So an official esports fantasy league has almost started in the US and almost in Canada. Uh, it's going to be starting in October, right around the sort of league. They've partnered with about six teams. So if you are into fantasy like leagues and you like uh, esports, if you like league, it's a good place to start. It's a good, like, fun way. I can't play, wait least... to start my own esports team sponsored by DraftKings <laughs> and Pornhub. <laughs> but no, I think it's interesting. I think it's really cool that, you know, video games are being recognized as like a a more acceptable thing to be to be like a fan of uh not only by you know the con like in general things you know comic-con uh, you know your 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 gaming conventions that sort of thing but also by you know the the sports section of the of, of our of our community you know we're seeing um esports become more of a viable thing for a lot of people you know esports athletes are getting accepted to colleges and getting sponsored by colleges to be a part of their esports team and that's pretty much it. Heroes uh, of the Dorm. Yeah. Yeah, you're seeing a lot of stuff like that. I think it's I don't know, I think it's really cool and I think it's a a huge step in uh the right direction. Uh but uh do you guys do you guys think I'm overreacting to that or no? No, no, no. I think that's like, incredible. That's like okay. that's almost I don't want to say that's, that's not groundbreaking news, but that's like these are the first steps. It's going to be till like we see we we walk into bars and we're going to see like there's going to be crowds people in sports bars for like oh they're wearing like they're Starcraft like they're tournament. wearing like evil geniuses or like uh when they uh, start cursed, <laughs> like jerseys yeah when they start like... selling jerseys of this stuff that's when you know <laughs> excuse I, me that's when you know it's gone. I don't watch much like tournament footage, but man, like I could watch Quake Three and. Counter Strike Go, mm -hmm. like competitions all day. Like Counter Strike really? competitions are, especially Quake Three, because Quake Three everything is just a blur. Everything is a constant blur. And you, you know what I would love to what? see? Animal Crossing like competitions where like you speed run through the game. <laughs> How would whenever you get yeah, they're like speed party this, pack, like esports? They're like, I want oh, that, I that want game is vintage, great. Uh, competitive. Uh, but Josh, can you imagine imagine this for me? You know, it's two players. They start out. They're like sitting in like a Thunderdome style thing, uh, and they have the 3ds in their hands. And it's like ready, go, and they they have to like maximize like the size of their house before the other player does, and they have to do it like within a certain time frame. Uh, I don't know. Could be cool. So this would have to be a special game designed specifically for this. Yeah. 
<laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Animal Animal Crossing Esports? Yeah. Animal Crossing Esports. Perfect. What if it's like, it's competitions based on who can make the best happy home designer crap? <laughs> there you go. Official term. That game literally doesn't judge you, though, by the way. That game doesn't even, that game never tells you whether or not you did a bad thing. You're always just like, yeah, all right. Really? Yeah. Coming soon no to Zelda Informer. So what's the point the of the game? The ever competition of style-savvy trendsetters. Oh my god, Adam would so <laughs> want to be a judge on that. I'd be a judge <laughs> Why? on that. Why? Because you're so like, that just looks like crap. <laughs> that is a thing I say. That is. In a way that I sometimes say it. That just looks like crap. <laughs> uh, I, I did see recently that like the hardest level in Mario Maker so far finally got beaten. There you go. Uh, that was kind of neat. Uh, it's really interesting to see because I was... I'm surprised by how many difficult levels are in Mario Maker already. Like how how much that community has grown, and how rapidly it's grown, uh, and like how passionate people are about it. I really hate the. Uh, I shouldn't say hate because I don't want to offend people that make these levels, but I, I don't know what the appeal is behind the levels that just play themselves, where all the levels are just like don't touch anything. I think it's like the same watch the character get pushed through the level. Machine games for older PCs, right? But those are like those are incredibly rampant on the like top levels for the game for some reason. Just, just seeing like how you can just take everything mm-hmm. in the Mario universe to make it play in just one sequential sequence. You can you can literally stack things and <laughs> mesh them together in weird ways. You can have like sequ- Bowser yeah, Jr. Really riding on top of Bowser and on top of him have a hammer, bro. I don't know. I don't think I'm such a, I'm a much of a fan of that because it's like. I mean, what's the point of this game is create awesome levels and like do awesome crazy things and like try to do it. Not just to, you don't just sit there in a regular Mario game, you know, you don't you don't just like wait for things to happen. You got to go out and get them. Yeah, I feel like if if I'm going to play the level, I feel like I want to actually be able to play the level. It's a pure novelty. And I mean, if you want to find the weird, like super hard levels, they're there, too. No, there's some that are like the throw a lot of stuff at you and other ones that are just very precise. Uh, there's even one that if you guys want to play Zelda 2 again, the first dungeon has been remade in Mario Maker, and it's fantastic. Uh, I made a Wind Waker course. Of course, did you? Did. you? And should should we should we link a... the uh, should we like put down the, Do the, the code down below like they did Little Big Planet and start remaking like Wolfenstein 3D and Mario Maker? That'd be funny. Will they add like weapons? Yeah, just just find out how to. I think we mentioned this last week. I, I would be. I'm interested to see if anyone's gonna like try to break that game and br- crack into the code and add other like items and stuff and make the the amiibo costumes actually like with power ups. Yeah. So you know you get Link Sword, you get We Fit Trainers like hula hoop thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It'd be it'd be pretty neat. Or you get Pac Man's ghost ability, and every enemy turns blue. <laughs> That'd be cute. But yeah. Did, is there anything else you guys want to talk about this week? No, I think so. Um. Oh, uh, what do you guys think? Uh, uh, this is kind of a random sort of thing. Uh, but uh, PewDiePie and the No Man's Sky Devil will appear on Stephen Colbert's show, uh, coming up in a few weeks. Uh, late night skip Stephen Colbert. That's not weird because uh, they do that. They've been doing that on like Jimmy Fallon and Conan for like really? a while. Yeah. I mean, I I don't follow either of those shows. Didn't uh, uh, Jimmy Kimmel have uh, what's yeah his Markiplier? Name on his show? And... Uh, Markiplier. Yeah. Did he? 
Yeah. Wow. They, that was that. with the whole Jimmy Kimmel um uh, thing that happened where he said, what's gaming? What's gaming on the internet? Blah, blah, blah. And so they went to explain to him exactly what they do for a job and and all this mm-hmm. make it valid. And he was like, oh, okay, let me play I remember Conan has this pretty bad series where he does like video game reviews. Oh my god, they're yeah, it's like clueless game. Yeah, but they're yeah. so great because the people, the dude that he does it with, knows a bunch about video games, and it's so funny. Mm-hmm. I love their Super Smash yeah. Bros. video because like they got the demo before the game came out, like the thing that was at the Best Buys and everything. Mm-hmm. It was just so funny. He's like, "Look at Kirby. He's got like growths growing on top of him. He can't even clap his hands. He doesn't have hands." <laughs> and it was just so funny. Uh, all right, guys. Uh. I guess that's yeah. it for this week. Uh, I want to thank you guys for joining me. I want to thank uh, Josh from Bitblock for joining me. Thank you so much. It was a yeah, dream of mine to talk to such a handsome man. Uh, if you guys... <laughs> These guys don't do it for you? They're, they're not handsome enough? No, for not, not anything compared to you. Be quiet. <laughs> You're like up here and they're down there. You can't see my hands, but I'm like making a big gap in between them. Uh, wow, how do you guys put up with this guy? <laughs> we don't. Uh, we, yeah, we don't. <laughs> Oh, they don't talk to me outside of the podcast. I I I talk to Adam every day. Because I have to, so we can talk about things. I don't talk to Adam. I only send him Papa John's in the mail. He did send me Papa John's. (laughs) It was great. Send me Papa John's. Okay, what's your address? We'll do it right now. Uh, It's, um... Anyway, we'll do it it off screen. So that, you know... 22 Wallaby Way. Anyway, uh... Thank you guys so much. If you have any of your own topics, theme songs, missions... Anything like that, feel free to send that to us at ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to follow Josh and Bitblock, check down below. We'll have his Twitter, his YouTube, anything else that he wants to have. Do you want us to put that level down there, that uh, code that they can use to play your level, your Windbreaker course? Uh, the Windbreaker course was made on the review server, so unfortunately, I need to remake it. But Make it again. The video is still up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Follow him on Twitter so you know when that back. goes up. Uh, okay. Sounds I've good. been Adam. This has been Zelda Informer Podcast, episode 55. Or sir. Have a good night, guys. Hey, I can't drive 55. You can drive. <laughs> can we end on that? We, we just did. Watch out.